everybody I met. I'm a compulsive overeater. Hi, Joanne. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Go back and forth to see you. Yeah. And Joanne, I can't see you either very well. <clears throat> um, I, I am a compulsive overeater through and through. Like friends said, uh, I wake up every morning, compulsive overeater. <clears throat> and um, I, I'm a member of this program for my life. And it saved my life. Um, I was a, uh, I, 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 let's see, food was really important. I mean, even as growing up, all, everybody in my family was a big eater. So I was the youngest. Uh, well, it was just my brother and me and my parents. <clears throat> and um, we all were big eaters. And so um, I learned to eat a lot. <laughs> and also, that seconds were normal, thirds if you were still hungry, and fourths if you were really still hungry. <clears throat> and, and then there was a, oh, there's something left on the platter, who would like to finish it? Mm. And um, it was usually my brother, because he was older, bigger, and <clears throat> he had the nickname Garbage Pail. And um, it was a f with fondness that they called him Garbage Pail. But, um, find that a little um, derogatory now. <laughs> um, uh, my brother was um, emotionally unstable. That's the only uh, diagnosis they could get for him. And uh, he, so my parents were always on alert to control him, especially at the dinner table. Didn't want him to do loud outbursts or things like that. And he talked a lot. My mom, mom talked a lot. And um, my dad would get a word in, and I just ate. And what triggered me to eat was this tension at the table. And it was an undercurrent. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was all about. You know, it wasn't until years later that I figured it out. And to this day, when I sense undercurrents, things people aren't talking about, but there's tension in the room. Uh, I want to eat. I'm hungry. That's, my body just said, it's time to eat. <clears throat> so that's a big trigger for me. I have lots of triggers, uh, unfortunately. But those are, triggers are for my disease to take over and tell me, eat. Eat more. Have some more. You really need some more. And uh, keeps talking. Um, so, I, uh, I was a yo-yo dieter. I learned how to diet from my mom. And, um, and I was a big kid when I was growing up. I was the tallest in the class in grade school. But I also was pretty wide, you know, tall and wide. I was kind of like a brick. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> I got teased. I was shy. Um, and I was, you know, like the last one to be chosen on sports teams, and I didn't like that, so I started to get better at sports. Um, and that kind of saved me, too. It helped me keep my weight down some. Um, uh, let's see. So I, I dieted myself up to my highest weight. Um, I, it, I was 30 when I got to my highest weight. Um, I was, 
I had a dog that had been with me through a whole bunch of transitions, and then he got hit by a car, and um, he was the only thing that was sort of common through all those things, and I felt really at sea. And I started eating, you know, just unconsciously, and I put on 30 pounds without even noticing it, and there I was, close to 200, and I, you know, uh, and I was what, a size 24, wearing huge uh, caftans, you know, that was, that was the style at the time, thank goodness. <laughs> um, and um, anyway, I, I, I got down off of that high, I don't know how, it just, uh, diets weren't working. Um, I got, uh, well, I, I found something that I like to do, and that probably helped me lose a little weight, but it wasn't, you know, I, Anyway, um, I had all those things connected with weight. You know, if you're heavy, nobody's going to want to be with you. Oh, thanks. And, um, and, <clears throat> and uh, you must be unhappy. Or I come home and visit my parents and they'd see, oh, you gained weight, you must have broken up with a boyfriend. Or, <laughs> oh, you're nice and thin, you must have a boyfriend. You know, things like that. Um, uh, Lots connected with weight, and um, I'm just really grateful that after my last diet program, the the leader of the program said that 12-step programs would continue what I was, what he was trying to teach us, and I um, and then I found myself right back in to the food with that elbow joint just going like this, automatic. And um, said, there's something wrong here. <laughs> and I uh, got to an OA meeting. Uh, really grateful. Um, I jumped in pretty quickly, went to a lot of meetings, got a sponsor, and I couldn't get absent. So I worked with my sponsor on the steps, and that helped me to get absent. And my last sugar binge was in 89 uh, Thanksgiving um, at my mother-in-law's. And the next morning, I woke up feeling suicidal and said, oh, that's the message. <laughs> so since then, I've not had sugar for I know, 33 years. Um, and that saved me li my life, as well as working the steps saved my life, um, saved my marriage. My husband is really grateful that I'm in OA. <laughs> uh, I, I'm 80 now, and we've been married 40 years. So I've been married for half my life. And that would not have happened. I don't think I'd still be alive today, much less married, if I hadn't found a way and learned how to do things, take care of my side of the street, not tell everybody else what to do, and et cetera. Uh, so uh, I wanted to talk about um, the step, the tradition, and the concept of this month, seven. So, um, Step seven, humility, you know, humbly asking our higher power to remove this, these defects of character. So uh, I have plenty, and they come back, and part of humility is not being shocked that they came back, <laughs> because they will, and I'm human, and oh dear, here they are again. Um, 
So I've talked about um, uh, changing uh, part of uh, step seven is um, imagining what they could be changed into. So I was very judgmental. You're not doing it right. You don't look right. You're not wearing the right clothes, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, to, and that judgment could be turning into acceptance or you know, also judgment on myself. You're not doing it right, et cetera. And I, of course, I know what's right. No, okay. And then um, needing to be right. Um, my parents asked me, you know, would you rather be right or happy? And I would say, right. Because right makes me happy. Being right makes me happy. You know, so, uh, so I, it's taken me a while to say, oh, no, I think I'd rather be happy. <laughs> um, and so transforming, transforming needing to be right into allowing differences allowing me to be different, people to be different, and, um, and um, being open. And perfectionism is a big one of mine, trying to do everything perfectly, and then why start it? Because I can't do it perfectly. You know, mm -hmm. It's a big stop and everything. Um, it goes with judgment. And, um, I now say I'm perfectly imperfect. Because I'm human and I'm not going to do things perfectly. I will make mistakes, but I'm not a mistake. Those things. And uh, pride into humility. So one, one thing is I, I broke my leg and I was not able to, you know, it took me a while before I could walk a lot. And, um, and I had, um, and I came back when I was upset that I couldn't walk as far as I could. Thank you. Um, and had to accept where I was at the moment. You know, you know maybe uh, my knee's bothering me now. Uh, same knee. I broke it below the knee. And the same knee is bothering me now, and, and I can't walk as much as I would like, or as fast as I'd like, or as far as I'd like, and uh, that's just how it is right now. <laughs> so acceptance is the key to all my problems, right? <laughs> um, uh, and I also have to accept that I don't have the answers, no matter how long I've been in the program, how much absence I've had, how much recovery I've had, how much service I had, how much sponsoring I've done, etc. Um, only my higher power has the answers. And so I'm hoping that my higher power is helping me speak today. So that's step seven, humility. And then the seventh tradition is uh, responsibility. I, I'm sure. Everybody here knows what the seventh tradition is because we always collect the seventh tradition. Uh, you know, we're all self, every meeting should be self, fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Um, but it's also about um, contributing other ways to the meeting, to OA as a whole, 
and that's service. Um, if I don't give money to the meeting, if I don't do service at the meeting, the meeting might fold and not be there for me. So I need to do service. And if I don't have the money, I can do service. If I don't have time and energy, I could give some money. So there's all, ways, all kinds of ways of supporting the program. And that this also means OA as a whole, intergroup, region, world service. Um, <clears throat> so, um, uh, and it, another way to say it is do what we can, when we can, give back what, what we've been given. Um, and there was something in there, oh yeah. Page 36, I wanted to read that, 136, 136. Oh, I wanted to read from, okay, I'm gonna read this from step seven. This is the end of step seven in the 12 and 12, and the last paragraph is full of promises. Repeated practice of step seven enables us to form a working partnership with our higher power through which we are relieved of the defects that have blocked our effectiveness in the world. As we gain new humility and ever greater freedom from our character defects, God's power flows more surely and freely through us, bringing healing to others as well as ourselves, and drawing us all to the things we once fought so hard to attain, self-esteem, a feeling of usefulness, joy, strength to surmount difficulties, fellowship, and love. Our simple prayers, humbly spoken, are answered in wonderful ways as we open our lives to God's transforming power and we find that, once again, God does for us what we could never do for ourselves. That's step seven. And then in tradition seven, um, um, paradoxically, being fully self-supporting means we are now free to ask for help in doing OA service and in other matters as well. I'll read that again. Paradoxically, being fully self-supporting means we are now free to ask for help in doing OA service and other matters as well. In light of the seventh tradition, we begin to see more clearly what our boundaries need to be. We begin to share our vulnerability with others in OA without expecting them to shoulder our responsibilities. As a higher power helps us to be self-supporting, we can let go of our unhealthy dependencies and develop healthy relationships with people who share our lives. And there was... Um, so there's five minutes left? Mm -hmm. uh, when we honor this tradition, we gain the self-respect that comes from being fully self-supporting. I've got a lot from work in the traditions and, uh, um, and the steps. And I also like to um, talk a little bit about how it helps me with my relationships. So uh, the seventh tradition is responsibility and um, means that 
each of us are self-supporting in our relationships so that we're not so dependent on each other. And, but it means that we can also divide our responsibilities and, and support each other in doing what needs to be done. Um, so uh, that takes me to the seventh concept, which is all about balance. Now, the seventh concept is, the concepts are about uh, service, doing service in OA. So they're written for the OA structure. And the seventh concept is that the, there are bylaws for the board of trustees, and then there's bylaws for the, for the World Service Business Conference. And um, they, can, they dictate how, how their guidelines for how each service body operates and what they're responsible for, and there's a balance. So the board of trustees are um, are told are um, are serve the World Service Business Conference. The World Service Business Business Conference gives them tasks to do, and 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 the. Conference, we, the whole fellowship, trust the trustees to do their responsibility. And um, same with as it goes down into, I mean, up, we're <laughs> inverted triangle. Um, the, the intergroup serves the groups. And we, as a group, if we send a representative over to the intergroup, then, that, then we have a voice in the intergroup. And the intergroup can send representatives to region. We have, then we have a voice in region. And the intergroup can also send delegates to World Business Conference. And we have a say in that. But there's a um, balance is the principle. Uh, every position of service has a right and a responsibility. They have a right to do the job that they're, they're elected to do, but um, they also have the responsibility to do that job. Um, and, and, and also trust is in there. We trust that um, we will do our part and others will do theirs. Um, and we accept the responsibility to do our part and others will do theirs. Uh, so, with my husband, um, we have we keep things balanced by, um, you know, not having to do the same things. It's simple things like he does the dishes, I cook, or vice versa. Um, and um, then there's uh, he at one point uh, was kind of losing uh, his ability to remember things. He thought he was going into dementia, and um, I needed to cover for him, you know, do his part, because he couldn't, he, could, he kept forgetting and um, not being able to carry through things, and it turned out it was his thyroid medication was off. So things are better now. Um, and so part of being in balance is being willing to accept that the things that I can do and things that I can't do. And also, there are things that uh, I said I would do and that I don't really like doing, and I'm going to do them anyway. 
Okay. <laughs> and that's part of recovery, too. Uh, uh, so one of the questions about uh, the concept of balance, what guidelines have helped me maintain balance in my recovery in my life? And those guidelines have come from the steps. Um, taking responsibility for my side of the street. Uh, and not taking responsibility for others' side of the street. So, okay, so that, I guess that's it. And um, uh, so as a suggestion, there's the three um, principles that go with the step, the tradition, and the concept. They are humility, responsibility, and balance. And part of balance is not over committing to them. Okay. Thank you.